All right, welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark. And today is Thursday, September 22nd. We have a lot to talk about because yesterday was the big day, Fed Day, and markets didn't like it. So yesterday, markets were sliding. This morning, we see a little bit of follow-up. So what happened? What did Powell say that uh, that the markets don't like? And where will we go from here? So we will take a look at this. Pretty good news this morning also for, uh, for Robinhood. Uh, so we'll, we'll check this out. And then, of course, we will show you what we are trading and our current positions and how they are doing in these crazy markets. <laughs> so if this is your first time here, hi, I'm Marcus Hotcutter. This is my head coach, Mark Hodge, and uh, we, we're a real trader. We trade live accounts. And uh, so therefore, as you can imagine, we have a lot of trading experience and uh, we're sharing it with you here so that you know how to trade these crazy markets, how we do it. And we're not afraid to tell you like it is. And uh, yeah, days like today are interesting days. So <laughs> we'll talk about this. Um, Anyhow, I thought I should say something else, but we're getting started. As you can see, I'm traveling, so I'm a little bit all over the place. And it's super early here because I'm on the West Coast. Jeez, Mark, how do you do this? <laughs> Practice, Marcus. Start the day early, finish the day early. You have lots of time in the afternoon. It's a beautiful time to trade. There, there we go. All right. So looking at the S&P 500, yesterday, uh, Mark, we, we had a pretty good slide. I mean, I don't want to say uh, panic selling, but uh, the reaction, I'm switching to a five-minute chart to the FOMC meeting, was pretty interesting to the FOMC statement. It, it was. It was. And we talked about the uh, news coming out in two phases uh, yesterday. You have the statement that's released at 2 p.m. East, uh, Eastern time. Uh, that's going to be the interest rate decision and the actual statement. And then you have the press conference at 2.30 Eastern. And we opened up the day slightly positive. We drifted higher. Everybody, or drifted sideways, sorry. Uh, everybody was waiting for the big Fed day and it did not disappoint volatility-wise. Uh, big slide after, or decent slide after the initial statement uh, made some lows and then drifted higher heading into the press conference. Yeah, so that's super interesting here. We had a 1.7% slide uh, immediately after the announcement that they will raise interest rates by three quarter of a percentage point, which was kind of expected. And then, yeah, I said the press conference started right here. And at first, the markets were reacting positively to Powell's comments. But then as soon as the press conference ended, this is when markets just thought, okay, what the heck did you just say? And boom, we're selling off into the close. So what the heck was he to say? <laughs> I mean, this is where it was interesting. So 75 basis points was the hike. It was expected. It was priced in. Hey, Catamaran Channel, I know we had the bet. You uh, took the 100 basis point hike, and, and I bet you ribeyes, crypto, whatever it ended up as. I'm not sure if you saw my comment, but if you'd like to just donate that 50 to Shriners Hospital, that works for me and I'll make a donation to them as well. So let me know if that works for you. Uh, nice, uh, you know, sport about it. And it was a lot of fun. So uh, I was right this time, uh, Marcus, you felt the same with a 75 basis point hike. And that was what was expected, really. Yeah. So I, I think during the press conference, uh, this is where we, we just need to see, okay, what are they planning to do now? So here we already have the probabilities for the next Fed meeting. And right now, market participants are expecting another 75% basis hike. And I, I think the, the biggest um, takeaway was that, that Powell basically said that right now, 
They're seeing the terminal rate, so meaning that how far will they raise interest rates at 4.6%. Um, during the last meeting, he said, well, we're probably going towards 3.8%. But now he says, no, we need to go much higher to 4.6%. So this means right now market participants are expecting that we have another three quarters of percentage point hike in the November meeting and then another half percentage point in the December meeting before we then in January or early February arrive at uh, what Powell said his, his terminal rate of 4.6%. Yeah, I mean, and this is where we know that the Fed needs to raise rates to combat inflation and inflation was not transitory. It is a bigger issue. And the Fed is willing to put pressure on the economy to try and get inflation under control. Uh, but the real thing is, I mean, gosh, interest rates are going to stay high, right? Um, in uh, the the dip where we start to come back down isn't towards the end of 2023. And, and that's just a forecast at this point. So the market really wants to know, it, it will things lighten up? Right now, there's no sign of it. And uh, with inflation goals of 2%, we're going to be at more than double that uh, for a while. Yeah. And I mean, Powell really want the, the labor market to soften because he needs to be careful that uh, now we, we, wages are not increasing too fast because then we go into a downward spiral because with wages increasing, uh, costs for companies are increasing. So they are increasing prices and we will just keep going round and round and round. So this morning we did have an economic report. We did have the unemployment claims and it just seems the economy is is still pretty solid. I mean, they came in a little bit worse than in the previous months, but still much better than expected. And, and you know, these these unemployment uh, claims at this point, it's it's a minor report, but it all if it all starts to confirm the same thing, and that is that really unemployment isn't a concern right now. That's not good <laughs> you know uh, so yeah uh, at 213 lower than expected a little bit higher than last week but these are still you know relatively low and like you said marcus uh the fed wants the labor market to soften for unemployment to go up and and for wages to come down and right now that's just not kicking in as quick as they'd like right so Looking back at the markets, I mean, let's take a look at the 10-year yield first. So the 10-year yield, if you go to a daily chart, it is just skyrocketing. I mean, look at this this morning at 3.7%. I mean, whoa, this is just running away. Sure. And, and now you kind of have this double-edged uh, sword because not only uh, do higher interest rates really negatively impact growth stocks and in, in tech, you know, typically being in that realm um, because of the extra expense, because of the, the you know, future earnings, uh, you know, tax on on future earnings. But you also have a scenario where safe investments and interest bearing uh, uh, vehicles are more attractive than being in the market, right? So it is a double-edged sword because if you could earn 4% on your money with basically no risk, uh, you know, opportunity risk versus putting your money in stock with stocks where there's volatility and more downside potential, it makes these interest-bearing investments more attractive. Yeah. 
So it seems that we are making, looking at a five-minute chart, uh, lows of the day. I mean, today we don't see a panic sell-off. I mean, this is pretty much a hangover from yesterday. And markets are still trying to figure out, okay, what does it mean? And this is where we have uncertainty in the market. Uncertainty leads to lower stock market, lower prices here, because markets don't like uncertainty. And with yesterday's comments, I mean, Powell didn't provide any certainty. The, the big question is, Will the Fed actually get this inflation thingy, which is a technical term, under control? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, pure technical uh, verbiage here on this channel, That nothing uh, better. Um, yeah, and I mean, we talked about it with our mastermind group. It really feels like we're going to drift right down to those June lows and, and test those lows. And, and that's not out of the question. I don't even know if that's a bad thing. It almost feels like at this point we should get down there for buying to, to pick up again. Right, because I mean, we basically crashed through all of the support levels. So 3,900 held us as support level, 3,800 held as support level. But right now we're trading it in the S&P 500 at 3,760. So uh, the lows here in June were what, uh, around uh, 36 35 something like this so yeah. and it seems that we are marching towards these levels here double bottom double bottom maybe we'll see <laughs> wouldn't be the wouldn't be the worst to have a double bottom before we head back higher you see we had it a few times we had here a double bottom and then we were heading higher uh, we had here a little bit of a double bottom and then heading higher so we shall see. It's it's not the worst thing. It's not the worst thing. But, but what does it what does it mean for us right now? I mean, if you look at at our positions here, uh, yeah, right now at this point, I told you we're not afraid to tell you like it is. They are underwater. I mean, Google. Uh, I got assigned at one oh eight this morning. Google shows a little bit of uh, resilience here. Uh, up while the overall market is down, up 0.8%, while the Nasdaq is down 1.4%. So that is good. Right now, I'm not able to sell calls now you are assigned at a lower level because you did not get assigned in the first you are assigned at 103.50 right yes yes and so i was able to sell 104 calls on monday and today i was able to buy them back 90 percent of their max profit so i got a buck 25 on the calls closed it for 12 cents today um seeing if hey maybe we we drift higher tomorrow and we could sell calls uh for next friday yeah so NVIDIA right now uh, really hurt. I got assigned at uh, 195. We're trading at 125 right now. Uh, yesterday, NVIDIA was all over the place, was uh, going above 140 to this morning, pulling back uh, down, uh, what, 5% here. Uh, still trading at these lows. Let's see if, uh, if this level holds here. Uh, so right now, for me, nothing to do here. I mean, just waiting until it comes back before I can start selling calls again. And uh, you have a similar situation with AMD because you got assigned at AMD yep. at 104. Also this morning, showing a little bit of weakness. Uh, so down uh, almost 5%. And this is where we see just crazy yesterday. NVIDIA was up 6 and 7%. I mean, lots of volatility in these stocks, but also for you right now, not being able to sell calls on this position. Good. We talked about Google. Uh, Suncor, this is where we sold the 29 puts uh, expiring tomorrow so if uh, by tomorrow we stay uh, by the close we stay above 29 uh, our options will expire worthless uh, we just keep the whole premium if uh, we're trading below 29 then we get a sign and uh, we have to buy suncor shares here 
at uh, $29, which uh, honestly wouldn't be the worst. I, I wouldn't mind owning Suncor at $29. Yeah, and I accidentally closed my uh, Suncor trade. Oh, really? That, that, that's it. Let's talk about this. So, so what happened? Yeah. Uh, so there I was with the Fed on the horizon, and I was thinking that let's let's see if we could close this up. Maybe there's a little uh, you know jump, and and we're able to close out at ninety percent. So I was getting that order ready, and just like I've done a million times, I I hit submit and i accidentally uh basically forgot to adjust my order so i got filled at 10 cents all right <laughs> so i mean based on uh what we sold it for so we sold it for 25 cents uh, so our 90 uh, 90 profit target should be technically at two and a half cents two and a half cents doesn't exist so we are rounding it up to three cents I actually have an order in to close it at two cents. Don't think it will happen because Suncor trades in five cent increments. So this will probably, uh, based on what we are seeing right now, expire worthless tomorrow. But uh, I never know. I never know. I might get assigned. We'll see. TPR also right now showing a little bit of weakness. So trading uh, around 31 here right now. I got assigned at 37. Been able to collect a lot of premium selling uh, calls here right now. This is another stock where I cannot sell calls, so I have to wait until this bounces back a little bit. And then Visa, that's another position that we entered uh, two days ago, I believe, right? On Tuesday. Yes, yes. And that one's, uh, it's hanging in there. Yeah. So we sold the uh, 182.50. Uh, so right now it's trading at 185. And again, if, uh, if, by tomorrow, we close. Uh, let's just go to a, a little bit longer term chart here. If we close below 182.50, we get a sign. I wouldn't mind owning Visa at 182.50. Would you? Yeah, no, I would love to. I, I think that that's a, a great level. We see that it's held up uh, real nicely throughout the year, even in a higher interest rate environment. Um, uh, long term support, I'm happy with it. Yeah. So we'll see. Tomorrow, big day, big expiration day. And uh, yeah, we, we shall see where we end. And then uh, we know whether we can sell calls against these existing positions or not. By the way, that's always a question. I just received another comment that I saw uh, underneath yesterday's video. Like, okay, so if we are already kind of certain that we might get assigned, should I sell calls? And I think this is a huge mistake. And I did a video on this at uh, take a look at this. I'm linking to the video here right now. So when you're selling uh, covered calls, be super careful and make sure that they're actually covered. And I'll explain everything and why that is in this video. So take a look at this and then we'll see you again tomorrow. Happy trading, everybody.